And a very good day to everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Hit a button there. there All go. right. Uh, well, you, you lots of stuff going on in the media. We will uh, continue to talk about things like that. But let's talk a little bit sports, and we'll uh, get into some other things as we move forward. The Olympics are winding down to their final few days. Uh, have you got Olympic fever? I mean, I know a lot of people have caught the fever, but uh, the ratings are good. But I'm one of those ones. I just I watch it, but I just I can't get into it. No, I, I know some friends have gotten the flu this year. It's been pretty bad, but no Olympic fever so <laughs> no far. No Olympic fever so nah, far. No, although. I, w- I think part of it's when it's live. Yeah, I agree 100%. Because I know, yeah. like, I wish I had seen the women's Olympic hockey game live against Canada. That yeah. sounded like, because I remember four years ago actually watching, remember it was met the U.S. Yeah. I think it was four years ago when it was a shootout. A Saturday morning game. Wasn't it a yeah, Saturday? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I was at a soccer tournament, and I slipped away and started watching. Going, wow, this is, I couldn't, I couldn't go back to the game because I wanted to see yeah, how it that, ended. Yeah. And it sounded like last night's was incredible with that triple geek shot yeah. that he ha- she had in there. That's pretty And then cool. afterwards, you had the Canadians going, oh, it's only silver. You got silver, for goodness sake. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's just, I mean, I appreciate the competitive spirit, but you also have the, have the Olympic spirit. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't really been, you know, yeah. it's... I'd catch things here and there, and sometimes I'll go, I wish I'd seen that. I'm right over with you, yeah. But my favorite quote from it was uh, Adam Rippon, who's been in the news a lot with Spence. I don't know if you saw this. He goes, on what it's like to be a gay athlete. He goes, it's exactly like being a straight athlete. Lots of hard work, but usually done with better eyebrows. <laughs> this he's guy's going to be something. Yeah, I think well, he's going to They actually find... already asked him to be on the telecast, but he would have to move out of the Olympic Village. He said, heck no, I'm having too much he fun. He declined. He says, I want to enjoy this Olympic. But I think this, ki- this kid's got a, yeah, he's got he's a, got future. a future in yeah. broadcasting. Certainly very funny. There you go. So the Olympics wrap up on Sunday, I believe. And, I, you know, South Korea's done a good job, though, overall. I think it's been a very well-ran Olympics. It sounds like They've had like some it. weather pro- problems, but, you know, that's it's bad weather as opposed to, you know, no snow. So uh, pretty good Olympics so far. No, And knock on wood, no big issues yet. Uh, other things going on right now, NFL free agency is getting ready to hit in a week or so, and there's all kinds of who's going to be the quarterback of who. The NFL, like you say every week, it just does not go away, Joe. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Nor does Colin Kaepernick's situation there. Yeah. So when they're starting to pick up free agents for quarterbacks, his name's not even being mentioned right now. Of course, it's yeah. not. They, it's they cousins. Have, they have clearly, it's McCarron and everybody else. They have conspired not to hire him. It's as clear as that. If he wanted to sue, well, he does have actually uh, something yeah. pending. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm not into it right now. I'm thinking baseball more. Yeah, yeah. Spring training's there. It's nice yeah. to see. I think the games start what Saturday or Sunday this weekend. There was actually a couple of intra-squad games okay. last week, but you're right. The season, the games usually I think start next. It's usually like March first or. And something the weather's like been incredible in Florida and Arizona. So sometimes you don't know early in the in the spring training where it's going to be good. But it is Florida bad. weather's weird yeah. in the sense that it can be 30 March first, but it could be 90. Yeah. And so far, the the players are loving it. It's been beautiful down there, uh, as well as in Arizona. So, yeah, spring training's here. Still a lot of free agents. They're they're starting to sign one by one, you know. J.D. Martinez went to Boston, Boston, as everybody expected. Hosmer went to the Padres. That was kind of a surprise for me. Darvish to the Cubs and a couple other minor ones here. Uh, The Devil Rays are trying to trade, or the Rays, I guess they are now, are trying to trade as many players as they can away. So, the Rays and the Marlins in Florida, there's going to be no reason to, to watch Florida baseball this year. I'm really surprised in Miami because I, I heard a stat this morning that you know the war. You know we talk about you know yeah. some of the metrics there. They traded away more value of players with war from the year before than any team in the history. They had arguably about the best outfield in baseball, and they instead of adding a pitcher or two or whatever else to put, give themselves a chance, they're gone. Derek Jeter made, made a major 
major mistake. Hey, I want to throw something out to our Facebook fans. Speaking of that, and you can be baseball if you want, and Joe and I will talk about this too. Your all-time favorite athlete. Post it on our Facebook live feed, which is going on now. And then also say why that person is your all-time favorite athlete. And as we start thinking about Joe, maybe me and you can uh, in, in a few minutes you know, think about our all-time favorite athlete. But not just why, a little bit of why. you got to have a little bit of backing behind it, okay? so. Well, I was, I was watching last week uh, Trainwreck. Um, it's too bad. You, you didn't like it at all? Amy Schumer, I can take her for in about 20-minute increments, but... Bill Hader was really good. Yeah, I like too. Bill Hader, but, but Amy I, The reason that made me... I liked it a whole lot is I smile every time I see LeBron James in that. I thought he did a... I, I, he was good in that. I, I thought mean, yeah. he was fantastic in that. Uh, so LeBron James Academy is your award. favorite enemy? Your favorite athlete is what you're saying? He's not, but <laughs> I appreciate him a great deal, yeah. and I... I wonder if there's any other athlete that could be as good as him right now in any sort of role. I don't mean dramatical. I mean, he was clearly making fun of himself, but he, you know, I think the guy can act. I really think he could be a really good actor yeah. given the time. You know, I, I don't know, like, a, remember J Jim Brown, one of the greatest yeah. running backs of all time. Who was the L.A. Laker that got in Tony that. Romo was in that movie, too, by the well, way. Yeah, that's he, right. He did a decent job, you know, but. Rick but, Fox is who I was thinking about. Rick Fox, yeah, he's okay. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. I think LeBron, you know, could be a master of that. Well, he's good in front of the media, and he's good in front of a camera. So, I mean, you know, there'd be no problem there. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that you know. Some people hate him. Some people love him. There's, you know, it's really weird. He's a great player. Does everything right, but there's still he has those anti-LeBron fans. I'm kind of probably the only one in the middle. I don't, I don't dislike him, but I don't. I'm not in love with the fact how he is either. He just, he's good, and I respect that. And I kind of, nah, he's LeBron. I like the fact that I, I have some friends and acquaintances who have covered him and say that he's really wonderful. One yeah, already genuine dude. And yeah. uh, the things he's done for the kids in Akron and everything else. Yeah. He puts his you know money where his mouth is. He's and plus, what a spectacular athlete! Oh yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little, <laughs> a little bit. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I did want to give notice to Mike uh, Mike Patrick is uh, retiring yes, from ESPN. One of my all-time favorite announcers. He's the guy that you hear on so many telecasts and you never knew who he never was knew. because he didn't try to be the show, kind of like or like Dick Vitale or those guys. Mike Patrick uh, called it. He didn't really call it a career. He called a retirement from ESPN, so he's kind of a free agent out there. I wonder what happened because his last game was the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. And suddenly, they're just announcing it now. It was what, kind of, what was going on? Yeah, I, well, I think, listening to some any, of his I, last broadcasts last year, I think he probably was slowing down a little bit health-wise. Oh, and he, okay. he wasn't the, His voice wasn't as crisp, but I tell you what, I just wanted to shout out, because I was one of those guys for 35 years that's been on ESPN, calling everything, basketball, baseball, NFL for a while, um, and, and a consummate professional. So he will definitely be missed, and I kind of hope he makes a comeback somewhere, maybe does a little freelance, and you hear him or see him uh, somewhere down the road. How about the Dallas Mavericks, though? You talk about a team, not just the team bad on the court. They've got sexual harassment claims going 18 years back. Their beat reporter was just refired from his uh, his duty for sexual harassment. Um, you've got uh, Mark Cuban, the owner, got fined six hundred thousand dollars for kind of saying his team was okay with tanking. Uh, wow, have you ever seen a team being hit by all sides as much as the Mavericks are right now? No, but I was watching a uh, video of Rachel Nichols's take on oh, it. So, yeah. Did you see that I at all? heard the synopsis a little bit. I didn't see the whole thing. I, it's, it's about six minutes if someone wants to go check that out. I think Rachel Nichols is starting to establish herself as one of the voices yeah. of sports journalism. Not This isn't a male or female no, thing. she's a stud. She's, <laughs> she's um, absolutely awesome. I, I, I see here going towards, dare I say, something like a Dick Schapp. 
Yeah. Dick Schaap was a voice of his generation that everybody else looked up to, and he looked at things clearly. He wasn't afraid to have a strong perspective, but not the hot take. And the things, the way she addressed what happened with Mark Cuban at the end, I was sort of on the bubble going, I hadn't read a lot, enough about it. And I, I read some subsequently, but listening to him going, holy cow, that's right, that's right. At the end, it's tough to imagine that Mark Cuban didn't know a lot of what was going on for the sexual. I mean, not that he knew every detail, but it was tough to know that he had complete ignorance over this. And she makes it. She goes, I found all of this stuff out in less than a day. That, How could he not know this? That you, you just took the words right out of my mouth. These people have found this stuff out and immediately, the, you know, the, the HR people that were involved. So, yeah, I can see the Mavericks uh, not being owned by Mark Cuban within the next couple of years. I think this is going to be a, de- a devastating and probably a well-deserved devastating blow to the Dallas Mavericks franchise on every front there. Um, and so I can see where, you know, the the end of the little wonder boy might be there. But, you know, when you don't do anything about it and you right now you have to be proactive rather than reactive and if you see an issue uh if you're not proactive right now you're going to get la- you're going to get just absolutely lambasted in the in the, uh, in the world of sports journalism absolutely i mean that and again i hope uh, i suspect we're going to see rachel nichols continue to be oh she's great yeah um, i agree she's i, I want to see, see her in more and more i mean whether it's commentary or uh, outside the lines or whatever it happens to be. Yep, she's definitely good. Uh, Rick Pitino had another news conference. Did you happen to catch any of that? I heard he did. I mean, this has been such an amazingly busy week for just sports media. Not yeah. just sports, but sports media. But go on. I go on. What, what did he you say know, in that? I I just he kept saying he's always run a clean program. He doesn't understand all. It's like no, he hasn't. I don't understand where he's getting his information from. But he needs to not talk. You know, there are certain people that you just got to say, don't talk anymore. You know, just go kind of just he's got to have money saved up. Enjoy your life, but don't try to ruin what's the left of your little bit of reputation by coming out with these ridiculous statements. You know, just I'm sorry. It's over, Rick. You're not going to be a major college coach again. You might get a job at a lower level sometime in a few years. I don't know. But just it's i mean they lost louisville lost they got their vacated their 2013 title yes I saw um, that. and you know there's the, the hookers in the dorm rooms and all the just a, a, a which the, have been well chronicled the the incident in the restaurant which we won't go into detail there right i mean they're just and that's just the stuff here and you know so I, it's just amazing that he had he that he can go out there and say some of the things he said and he, and, ex, and i don't think he how can he actually expect a, a, just a rational person to believe him there's, you know, one incident. Hey, I'll give the guy a benefit of the doubt. You know how? Yeah. <laughs> because right now we have people lying left and right. I'll yeah. inject my weekly political <laughs> uh, analogy in here, but but even let, let's say for example, we had a town hall meeting last night. But this morning, Wayne Lapierre for the National Rifle Association goes up there and gives a speech, and he's making stuff up. He's saying that most most shooters um, are mental health. No, it's one percent. 22% of that. And so he's lying all the time. Trump lies all the time. But, I mean, it's not just those two. Oh. All uh, politics. This isn't partisan. Across thing. the this board. Is, this is across the board. And people believe them. There's a certain percentage that people believe them. I hope there's going to be a backlash to that. So why wouldn't Rick Pitino say... Hey, this is all false. You know, his <laughs> his followers will go absolutely. He's getting he's getting vilified unfairly. 
Yeah. Well, they can they can do so. I guess it's a free country. We'll, we'll give it the old free country. They can believe whatever but they want. But you're right. He should keep his mouth shut and, and and just go away for a while. And then you kind of come back and maybe you get poor Rick Pitino. Where know, has he been? At Santa Clara or some <laughs> university in two or three years. And you know maybe we'll want to give you a chance. But you just got to go out there and say I did some things wrong. Maybe it what isn't it. You could even swing it that way. Like hey, I did some things wrong. Probably not as bad as the media is jumping on it. But I was wrong, and I understand that. I take my punishment. And just go away. Yeah, he'll come back. Maybe he wasn't a bad guy. You know, yeah. people seem sort of like uh, Brendan, sure Brendan he... Fraser coming back as an actor going, hey, you know, he wasn't that bad before, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I saw some of those movies, but they, yeah, <laughs> juvenile humor, but that's okay. Um, so I am going to uh, my all-time favorite athlete. I'm going to interject mine while you're before All-time you, favorite or all, current? All-time. It's easy for me. Chipper Jones, Lana Braves. Why? Because I'm from an area where he was covered, and he certainly had some bad moments and said some terrible things. On the field, Although I, I, I do yeah. like him. I think I'm everybody talking, makes stupid statements. Yeah. Athlete on the field, Chipper Jones, I thought, played the game the right way, didn't take days off, showed up, uh, played multiple positions. So, you know, when the Braves said, hey, can you be an outfielder? I'm an outfielder. I'm a third baseman. I'm a third baseman. And, you know, he, he did win one World Series. The Braves should have won more World Series, but, you know, they didn't. Uh, but I, I just think back and, you know, I, I just love the way he played the game. Not none of the personal life. I know the Ed affairs mm-hmm. and the women. That's that's. I'm talking about athlete on the sure. field. Chipper Jones is my favorite athlete to watch and enjoy um, for the you know 15 years there. I, I think it's different. When I was a kid, I, I, I had a couple of favorites. You know, I, I was uh, a big fan of Thurman Munson, the catcher for yep. the Yankees, and Bobby Mercer, who was the center fielder for the Yankees before he went to Chicago and San Francisco. Probably since I've been, I started writing for sports when I was 16 or so. I stopped having favorites Stop because them. I because I was so immersed in it. I had to, I couldn't be a fan anymore. Right. I, I just couldn't. But there are a lot of players I respect, and if if over the last 20 years, um, Jones, Chipper Jones, definitely played played his heart out, and he's a guy you always wanted on your squad. But you know, a Derek Jeter, you yeah. know, a guy who was a great leader in and out of the clubhouse and and gave his all every single. He got every ounce of his yeah. of his uh, talent out of that. Currently, you know, talking about LeBron James and Steph Steph Curry, two completely different players, yeah. but my. God, are they both amazing on and off the court? You yeah, know? I'd say Steph Curry on, right now is an active NBA player. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar growing up, I loved Kareem growing up. I like him better now. When I was a kid, yeah. I wasn't as big of a fan. Although, my God, one of the greatest actors in films. Come on, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> have Kareem, your dad try. <laughs> yeah, I just love. He was know, hilarious. I, growing up, he, 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 I guess maybe because it was it was amazing how agile at a seven foot two he could when he, when, when he could really run the court before later in his Laker career when he you know like only go about half court. But he was so fun to watch. Uh, you know. Well, I wonder how people are going to view athletes as they get older. When I was a kid, two athletes I didn't particularly love were Muhammad Ali and um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, probably because maybe I was in a neighborhood or a place where African Americans weren't respected, and that uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said things about the war and changed and, and changed his religion from Lou Alcindor to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yep. whereas Muhammad Ali went from Cassius Clay to that. And I, there was never anything overt. My parents were, were, were very tolerant on all these things, but I think all of the, the, the living situations, and when you're a kid, everything's black and white. It's not until you're older that you can maybe sometimes so, yeah. sometimes see some of these. But in, in I retrospect, was, I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I grew to like Muhammad Ali later. I wasn't as much of a fan of him when I was growing up. I think it's because I didn't get it. You know, I didn't understand what no, he was doing. No, I didn't either. When you're five Not or six, seven all. years old, and he's 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 standing up for some of the things he stood up for, I didn't understand it. And as you get older and you read about the stuff that he had to deal, then you're like, oh, I, I get it now. And I, I kind of remember my mom and dad talking about some of the stuff he was doing, and I didn't understand. But you know, now you get it, and you you you. you 
you kind of almost regret a little bit not liking him when he was younger than liking right, him. Exactly. You, you feel like it, a hypocrite. <laughs> exactly. But but it's not really hypocrisy as, as you, yeah, you, you know. You, you grow. And sometimes you grow to like and sometimes you grow to hate you know, you or dislike. So if you're watching us on Facebook, post who your all-time favorite athlete and a little bit of why is, too. Now, if I go to college athletes, I'll tell you that the, the guy that I really liked was Illinois basketball player Kenny Battle. Sure, I remember If you remember him. Kenny, sure. he was the guy that hustled more than any human being I've ever seen on a basketball court. Up and down the court, could jam from 10 feet, you know, 10-foot jumps. I mean, he was so much fun to watch. I'm still amazed that he didn't make it very big in the NBA. He was a, pretty much just a journeyman for five, probably five, six years. But, oh, so much fun to watch on the college level at that time. Probably my all-time favorite college basketball player. So. He was a good one. Yep. He was definitely a good one. I don't really have a favorite for college. There's so many yeah. great athletes. One, one that stands out, though, for me is um, I re- I always thought Randy Moss was a man among boys when he was playing. Um, oh yeah, uh, was it Marshall? Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Marshall. yeah, even though he's playing at Marshall, but uh, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of great athletes across the board. Oh yeah, when you think about college, it's almost eras like college football. I, get, I remember growing up in the in the '70s. O.J. Simpson was a marvel. You watched him at the you, oh, when I was young at UIC. You're just like, oh my lord. Sure. You know, then Barry Sanders come along. You know, every, you know, then these different running back. I, I, I was always kind of drawn to the running back. I think at the college level because there were so many great ones over the you know over the years. Oh, absolutely. So there you go. So there you go. If you got a post, your all time favorite athlete, we'd love to hear it. We'll discuss it as well. All right, next on your list, Mr. Joe. I don't know if you followed much about uh, Wendy's and the pressuring ESPN to change his story. It wasn't even a big story. ESPN did a story about a linebacker for the Buffalo Bills who said his first few years, he's a pro ball player now, um, who said that he first few years ate all he did was Wendy's wraps and everything. So they say he's in the best fitness of his career, and he said it's because I got rid of those fattening wraps and everything else. I stopped eating all those things from Wendy's, uh, which is just a fact. And the headline made some reference to it. And then Wendy's calls ESPN and says, we're not real happy about that. You need to change this. So they go ahead and change the story, change the headline. And the way things get reworked on, uh, on the Internet, if you click on the story, it still says, I forget the exact language, was this player hates Wendy's or something like that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the tagline that they didn't change. So people could actually easily track that. But the thing that disgusts me is that, you know, Everybody wants to rip on ESPN, and, and, and they do some marvelous things, as we know. Uh, but this is the problem for ethics. They, they can't be the producer. They can't be putting on the event and covering the event at the same time. And they have so many contracts. They can't do that. And it's just sickening because, I mean, part of me wants to just rip into them. But, it, I, but I also understand they also have so many talented people. And they do so many great things. But this is a problem what we're facing in, in, in media. Well, I've heard that a lot of people are upset when with some of the ESPN commercials that fe- feature the athletes because the athletes are kind of inside the WE, uh, WEIU, the ESPN studios. But then they, get, they are also covering them, so there's a conflict of interest there. So there are a lot of things, but you know it's one of the ESPN's easy to rip on, and they do a lot of dumb things. It but is. you still watch them; you're still checking them out every night because they also do these wonderful yeah, things too. Yeah. Like we mentioned, yeah. Rachel Nichols, the outside lines. You know, you've got everybody from you know a Buster Olney to whoever yeah. else is out there. Uh, I actually Did I tell I saw, you Buster uh, Olney blocked me on Twitter. Don't tell me that. He I, did. I know him. I, he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> what did you say? You, I'll tell you what. He is a very tolerant, smart guy. I don't know what I did. As are you. This is so been, what happened? I did, you know what? It's funny is I didn't realize it. You know, sometimes you just go through and I I, I clicked on something that said it wouldn't show up. And I, I went there. He had blocked me. I don't know. I what prob- did you What did you it, it had to be a while back. I don't remember. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't have any recollection. Do you of, want me to send him a note and say you apologize no, so you no, can no, follow no, him no, again? No, 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 <laughs> you know, That's all right. Just, I, when you said that, I, he's the only famous person that's ever blocked me. So I thought I'd throw that out there. That's kind of funny. I'm famous in a small town. There you go. That's, that's amazing. I, I can't even imagine what it would be. 
because I, I, I just can't. I probably was on need, some rant you, that day. You of need something to go for it. You like. want to? I can't I know, imagine you want to rant. I do get Come mad. Come on, you, you gotta. You know, that's the fun thing about you know watching sports and. You know, sometimes know. ESPN does aggravate I me. Mean, I think I've said that. You know, I, I love them and hate them at the same time. So no, I'm we're, sure he was fans too. You're yeah. fans too. Absolutely. H- have you been following any of this um, this Twitter attack between um, uh, Barstool Sports and Michael Rappaport? Yeah, I listen to. I, I watch a little bit. I listen to Michael Rappaport sometimes. He also is on the Howard Stern Show a lot, and he has that podcast, podcast, which is I Am Rappaport, which has been. And he's also there's uh, that autism um, atypical. I don't know if you've seen that on yeah. Netflix, which is amazing. Yeah, he he's one of the, he's a very interesting fellow to steal your word. Um, but he, I tell you what, you got to be careful because <laughs> he will. He is a, there's nothing that's sacred to him. He will no, no holds barred when he wants to come at you. Uh, not following it as much as I, I mean, by, from a distance, but I, I listen to the rap report when he's on Howard Stern. He just go, he will not, he doesn't care. He'll tell you that he's been in these movies. He's a star. He's got money, and he's a sports fan. And he thinks ev- he's an A-list actor when he's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate to say B or C-list. He's probably a B. I mean, he's not the top. He's a recognizable he's, he's talent. Very, and, and I'll tell you what, in, in atypical. He's fantastic at yeah. it. He's, he's really yeah, he's, he's recognizable, uh, but he's outspoken and which is okay. And and Barstool Sports, I mean, they, they are what they are. I mean, ESPN what was partnered with them for one week and figured out we got to get out of here. So I think it was one day. It was one day? All right. I, <laughs> if I, half of a day, or so, they didn't even finish the day. They bumped them to like two thirty <laughs> in the morning. Of the show, uh, but but he apparently flamed out on the people at Barstool Sports. So then they got angry. And he, and he attacked the, the fans. So in a video, the person in charge of Barstool fired him from his bed. You know, he's going, you're fired. And, blah. and they went in this big feud. So the Barstool Sports, within the end of that day, put together a T-shirt of Michael Rappaport looking like a clown with a clown who's everything else. And just I did ripped see that it into Twitter, him. Yeah. It, it's just been really kind of funny, actually. It's been a funny thing. That, well, uh, people like following the Twitter but feuds. But what, what do you expect, like you said, from Barstool Sports? Yeah. I mean, again, not to rip into them. They're not journalism. They're, yeah, they're having fun. They're, they're having they're, fun they're, and doing their thing. And, and good they're trying for them. to grow their Product. Just like Deadspin, they yeah. they're not journalists. They even though they can do some journalistic things, they do some fun, interesting things. But it's they're far try- different than NBC or ESPN. Yeah, they're trying to grow a, a different type of journalism, a different type of coverage, and they're trying to grow their brand. That's what that's what all media does, and they get, get they've got name recognition for it. So, you know. and, and also to lead into that is that fans looking for places. I don't know if you've been following much about the the athletic. It's a new yeah uh, paper. It's a new pay paper. It's like forty dollars yeah, a year that you'll get. Didn't it. Bernie Miklos just sign up? Bernie to cover Miklos, the card? Yeah. yes, and he card. did that. Uh, you also have Ken Rosenthal yeah. from from Fox is really excited. He talked about it. You Don't also have so. someone like Jason Stark, who's one of the best baseball writers what out there. What do you mean there. one of? Let's just give him his due. He's in the top two or three, in my opinion. I, I don't know. Top five, maybe for me. All right, we'll go five. Because I mean, five. I don't. You can't keep Tom Berducci out of that. If you're, if you're talking about pure writers yeah, and things Berducci's like that, Berducci is fantastic. Uh, Rosenthal does great for breaking news and writing. You know, I love Buster's stuff. Yeah. Um, Jason me, up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard he blocked yeah. you. He blocked you though. So I mean, he's definitely in the yeah. top tier. Oh, yeah. I, I, I give him. I don't. I just don't feel comfortable saying a top two or five. Yeah, there you go. He's good. And He's I, I miss fantastic. Him on yeah, so. so, so it's going to be forty dollars a year, and um, they're going to cover local sports. Apparently, right now they've just started, and the best market is Toronto, because the people up there aren't getting enough. They're focusing on hockey, yeah. so they've decided they're going to hit hockey even more because hockey fans never get enough. You're a big, you're a big yeah. Penguins fan. Yeah. Do you feel like you get enough Penguin stuff? Mm, nah, via Twitter, probably is the way to get it. Uh, you know, and how I, about if you had a site that was like all Penguin stuff? I'm not all paying the time? for it yet, though. I'm still not in that mode to pay for it. Okay, not yeah. yet. Now I know I'm leaning. I'm going to have to go that way eventually because even if they gave you stories you could not get anywhere and perspectives they gave you everywhere, and it, I mean, 
I guess it's not yet, but I know I'm going there. I mean, eventually, it's I. It's you're going to have to because eventually, there's going to everything is going to be pay. You know, remember when the internet came out and they said, "Oh, here it is, it's free," and eventually, it's going to be pay. And everybody thought it was going to be like within a year. Well, it's been about no, twenty it's sort years. Sort of like drugs. Yeah. Here, try it. Try it. Well, oh, so a, I hear. Yeah. So I hear. In a way, you're exactly right, though. They've they've hooked this, and now eventually, these sites are going to go pay, pay, pay. I mean, ESPN Insider, they do that. You try to read a story. Oh, you can't. I don't, you know, if you don't have your code or whatever. So they're all going that way. Um, where it ends, I don't know. Uh, but I'm not paying yet. I'm sure you are, though, right? Um, I probably will eventually. Uh, there's so many good writers Our out there that I like. Our alumni, Cody Delmino, says he's had the athletic for a year, and he, he thinks it's awesome. So thanks, Cody. Yeah, I'm looking forward to possibly in, over the next. But they're, they're, when you think about the writers they've got, though, Mick Laws and, and you know, you, you Rosenthal and some of these other, Jason Stark, I mean, the, the recognizable names from Fox and ESPN are now going there. Eventually people are going to say, yeah, I want, I, want to, I want to see what those guys are doing, so they're going to go. Well, a kid I knew from college, um, Mark Kerrig, uh, who was who was an exceptional community college and went off to college to a writer, ended up covering the Yankees and the Mets, and he just signed on to cover. I think he's doing either the Mets or the Yankees. They're trying to get every baseball market covered right now. I was reading about right. Well, it, it doesn't seem like it's just baseball though. It sounds. I like mean, right now it's before the city. baseball season. Yeah, city, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, hockey seems to be it, yeah. and and I've been following it a little bit. But yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. They're trying to focus on that as there much as and possible. I, I, know, I saw where they were trying to find three or four more markets uh, before the baseball season to try to have it all covered so what, what are your thoughts on uh the swimsuit issue that came out this past month uh and sports illustrated you know there you know what again i'm going to go back to the nba all-star game when you're little that's the greatest thing in sports when you're little the sports the swimsuit issue is the greatest thing ever as you get older it's like i didn't watch the nba all-star game and i couldn't tell you one thing about the swimsuit issue anymore it just it's not part of the i'm oh, sorry joe uh, behind you i see right now all of these posters you tore out of the magazine on your <laughs> wall what are you talking about here joe's making up stories again no there's uh, only three posters <laughs> so yeah I, I you know it's just you know what what do you think should be done because i mean obviously it's this me too movement right now although that's just it. I guess it's a culmination of all the problems. Certainly, that are happening all across the country. What do you do if you're a site? Because on the one hand, it gives you public, it gives you publicity, and and I'm guessing money. Uh, otherwise, you're not doing. But how much does it detract from what you're doing, and it, does it eventually hurt you? I mean, is it helping or hurt? You? I don't know enough. I don't know the bottom line. I was in the middle of yeah. those editorial decisions, but. Um, it just doesn't sound or seem like it's the thing to do now, right? Yeah, I, I think it's not the <laughs> thing to do today, but I hope for the sake of just tradition, they don't get rid of it. Is that right, right to say? I hate, I, I'm all about killing traditions. All you right, know, so Joe's a tradition killer. Unless it's traditions I like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! I, so, but but uh, I'm you know I understand. I mean, I, yeah. In the is it the wrong thing to do? Yeah, but in a free country, and as long as they're not you know really really going over the line with some of the suits, I wish they'd still do it just for the fact that I think that we have to have some some people have to be able to do you know carry on the traditions that aren't totally offensive because there's got to be you know what are they what's the word I'm looking for here you know politically. Correct political correctness can only go so far before we become a society of just these homogenized beings that are just we're walking, you know, never looking left or right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 
I don't think it's a free speech issue. I mean, obviously, it's they can do whatever the heck they want on this. But they just don't want the feet. They don't I want just the don't know if it's. I don't know if it's good for SI anymore. I'm guessing it is, or they wouldn't continue to do it. They have to. I, I don't really care one way or the other if they continue. If they want to continue to do it, more power to them. If they don't, like I think ESPN does it far better when they do the body image one, and they typically have the athletes out there. Yeah. It's like look at these athletes and the bodies, and it is impressive. They're they're really like they're like Adonis's and sculpted the women and the men, and uh, that's kind of impressive. Even though I'm not a, as big of a fan on that but i'm more of a fan on that so i don't know there so, you go i didn't who, who's on the cover i didn't even know who's on the cover that's how lame i am these days i don't know i mean they're all god my daughter's ages and stuff right. like that well the other thing is i told you sports illustrated when they did the 65 pages out of 100 of the cowboys that one like 15 years ago <laughs> and i and i wrote them a letter i said i didn't sign up for the cowboys digest i signed up for sports illustrated and i canceled my subscription and to this day i'll read a free one if someone has it laying around but i will not pay for it that's okay i think they blocked you <laughs> they probably did they didn't bust her. <laughs> i'm still i still miss the sporting news when it was weekly or you know that was the best the absolute best. Oh, I I loved it for the box scores and everything. But, I, oh. of course, I love to have the stats. I, I I mean, I used to take stats and keep them on television when back in there <laughs> with a black and white TV. And then on Sundays, you'd get the stats. I, I think it's a better I, – I think as a sports fan, it's far better today than it was then. But I have some nostalgia for that yeah. publication. Well, we are growing up with an age of stu- kids – I shouldn't say students – kids that have no idea how to keep a baseball box score. And that is sad. It is. My daughters I, do. They know well, how my to keep kids score. know how to. I've taught them, but I mean, you you know, coaching youth baseball. Hey, you know, sometimes if, you know, I'll keep score. I'll ask a kid or even an assistant coach or a dad keep score. Oh, I never know how to do that. I'm like, are you kidding me? That should be the right of passage. You should not be able to get out of high school without keeping a box score in baseball. That's my opinion. I teach it in my sports writing class. Thank you, Joe. They, because they have to know uh, how to yeah, do yeah, it. I'm right. you, I you, teach you, baseball, you. football. Here's how to keep scoring them. There you for go. God's sake. Tonight, matter of fact, we're going to be covering a basketball game. Yeah, you're taking one of my kids off. I had to go find somebody else to work <laughs> which one dylan oh dylan okay yeah he uh um, covered though yeah so we'll be covering a women's basketball game to teach him that but yeah keeping scores essential to there being you. an american i think there you go. anything left uh actually i have one or two things one is zwift is a video program what is it zwift it's uh, i forgot I don't know what it stands for zwift zwift any swift yeah um so in, if you're cycling, I got into cycling a little bit more this past year. And what it is is you put your bike up on, on, on a platform and you hook it in and you can start competing against other people online. Okay. Um, and they're having the first championships. And apparently they found in some of the preliminaries there are so many people that clearly were cheating that may have had a machine to it. They don't even know what. So now they have a drug agency for this virtual online. That That's almost like one of the things, the sign of the apocalypse. You I know that sports illicit yeah, always has. Enough is enough. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. They're having that. I'm going, oh, my God, this is Like the curler who had, you know, had, he got <laughs> drug tested and failed. So uh, The only other thing is, you know, we're talking Olympics. We started with the Olympics. So we had um, – the question I always have is, they, there was a story about this woman, and we see it every Olympics, like the Jamaican bobsledding scene. This yeah. woman is competing. Oh, the American who went across to Holland or whatever? Right, or something yeah. like that. And she finished last in, I think, is the ski jump or something like that. Uh, oh, maybe it was one of the... It was the slalom. It was the half pipe. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm torn. Everybody's going, oh, congratulations to them. You know, they they you know they competed. And, and she... She circumvented the system legally. Yeah, I don't know that it's the Olympic spirit to go. I mean, if if you really are 
competitive. She didn't seem like she was to that level. Like, I understand if someone from here goes to play for Italy or Italy who's from here. And, you know, there's exceptions yeah. to the rule. And sometimes even funny stories like the Jamaican Bob yeah. team. But they were all Jamaican. Yeah. It wasn't that they came from America and then go compete. Yeah. I, I just have a problem with that a little bit. The more I'm talking about it, I think I'm realizing I have a little bit more of a problem with that. Well, you think about it, it seems like a neat story, but then it, 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 you know, it, it's not really because there's probably some people that really would have liked to go on the Olympics and couldn't, but this person got to go. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's it's neat, but not neat. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to sit on the fence on this one, but I understand That's exactly. not like you. That's yeah, not like you. Well, What, you're, you know, what I'm hearing is what that I, you hate these people. Well, no, because one of the things growing up, one of my opinions was I always wondered why, like, even at the World Cup, which is not really not the World Cup, because it's the world you have to qualify to get into it. Right. To me, a real tournament that is the world, everybody should get to enter. Now there may be really crappy teams that are going to get beat forty. Well, well, you can try to qualify. I mean, that's you have what I mean. But you shouldn't have to. But, qualify but you are my, sort of competing, qualifying yeah. to get into the World Cup. But you're part of the process, and everybody has an opportunity. Yeah, but you're not in the World Cup. So to me, it's not a true. World you're not Cup. in the World Cup. Finals, yeah. I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah, they don't, they don't, but they don't call it the World Cup Finals. I know, and they I don't know. call it the I Olympic know. Finals. And so, I that was one of the things that always bothered me growing up. So, at first, it was a neat, I guess you said, neat story, but yeah, whatever. It's, it's also that we could have the top ten sprinters in some category, but we only get to bring three, you know, four, three or four, yeah. depending yeah. on the event. Yeah, in some sports, we would dominate. So there you go. Well, we did another show, and we're running way late, Joe. So we're gonna get. Oh, we didn't here. even talk about, and we, I guess, we won't next week. We can talk about the Talking Dead. I mean, the Walking the wa- Dead, because that starts. Sunday. Hey, so next week, we'll Walking Dead, uh, episode one of, of this season. We'll uh, start talking about whatever happened and made Joe mad. <laughs> or me mad. <laughs> or you mad, too. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Jeff. I'm Joe. Have a great day, everybody.